Hello and welcome back to On The Spot Thought. I'm Dawson Bailey and I'm here with Buren Johnson today. Uh, tell us a bit about yourself, Buren. I'm a student at K-State. I'm in architectural engineering, same as Dawson here. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much all about me. Yeah? That's all I got. Yeah. Hey, hey, that's good. So so today I, uh, I decided to pick the topic, uh, the art of panini making. Oh. Uh, I know you're oh, you're yes. a bit of an expert around here as far as paninis go. You want to tell us a little bit about how you came into this art form? So it all started beginning of last summer. I was uh, helping my friend Mike move out of his house. Mm-hmm. And um, he's like, hey, I've got this panini maker. And I've already got one at my new house. Mm-hmm. So I don't really want this. So for helping me move out, you just want to take this panini maker? And I was like, yeah. Yeah, I'll take your panini maker. It all starts with the free and stuff. And oh, the free <laughs> stuff is the best stuff. <laughs> so then, uh, this summer, I really got into the panini making because I could get done with the roofing, right? I should be like, you know what? I don't want to put in a high effort meal, mm-hmm. but I want something good. Mm. So, what is the magic solution here? Paninis. It just kind of falls right in that like, happy area. It takes a sandwich from like a two <laughs> to at least a nine or a ten. Yeah, yeah. It's actually amazing. Um, so panini making, there's, there's different levels with it. Like mm-hmm. from the ingredients to how hot you have your panini maker to what you put on the outside of your bread, all the way down to the angle that you like lock that, that top thing down on. Mm. Cause like if you do too like shallow of an angle and some of your cheese can melt off, mm-hmm. that's just, I don't think that's how all panini makers were, but that's how this one was. Mm-hmm. So so you got to get it at the right angle, like precise. That's that's key. Yeah, yeah. But right now, my favorite panini is probably get some nice ham, you know, mm-hmm. some extra sharp cheddar, you know, it's more efficient to extra use that extra sharp, sharp cheddar. Yeah, exactly. Less cheddar, more flavor. It's that's what I'm talking about. It's brilliant. It it it's really what you want. And then you put on, you slice up some avocados, put those guys on there, mm. put some mayo on top butter both sides of the bread just psh, slap it right on the panini press and it is amazing that is beautiful so when you first got the panini maker <coughs> i would imagine you weren't the expert that you are today so uh, how did those first paninis uh, oh. go i mean at the time i thought they were amazing uh-huh. yeah because absolutely honestly it's really hard to screw up a panini <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yes. but you can perfect it so at first I thought, hey, this is amazing. So all I did was just some kind of meat that I found at Walmart and any kind of cheese, mm-hmm. throw it between two slices of bread. That's it. Just a just a dry panini. It's and I thought it was amazing. Yeah. It, it's completely acceptable. Super but acceptable. Just a next level. You can just keep going. <laughs> like it's I st- I'm still like trying to find new ways to like spice up the panini. Uh-huh. Well, so then there's another thing about what you can put in a panini press besides just sandwiches. Mm-hmm. So recently found out that McChickens, like if you go to McDonald's, get some McChickens, you come back home, you put them in the panini press, it makes them at least four times better. This and is they're already good enough. <coughs> you that's what I'm saying. Better. Like These are facts. It just <laughs> makes it better. <laughs> that is definitely something I'm going to have to try sometime. Exactly. Oh. Another one we tried was just throwing a whole meal of canes in there you know chicken fries everything sauce if you want to it's whatever <laughs> you just throw it in there panini press it it's so good was it yeah wow it was actually really good it's exhilarating we even compared like the fries coming out of panini press to like a microwave mm. and they were just so much better you, 
you're gonna want a panini press that every yes. time. Yes, so. uh, I'm slightly addicted to the panini <laughs> press. That's the okay. Least. There are worse addictions out there. Yeah. Course. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness. Yeah. Um. So after you got through the dry phase, right? The yes. initial just I'm throwing something in a panini press because yes. I have a panini press. Yeah. Um. What was the next stage after that? Was it the buttering the bread phase? Or was it a different cheese phase? I'd say the mayo. Mayo the brings mayo. it to another okay. level. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It just adds something else. And like, I don't know how to describe it because you can put mayo on the inside and then you can also put the mayo on the outside of the bread mm-hmm. to like add that extra crispness, you know? Oh, you put mayo on the outside of the bread? You can. I've done it before. Oh. I usually just stick it to the inside and yeah. then I put like oil or butter on the outside. Yeah. But you can do mayo on both, oh. inside and out. Huh. And that actually is pretty darn good that that's interesting yep yeah so do you have like a butter brush that you brush the bread on the outside or um what fancy level are we talking right now so right now i'm just sticking with the good old kitchen butter knife butter knife right now butter knife and spread but also i do have um like those good sense bottles we got from the ai event mm-hmm. one of them has oil <laughs> and so i just kind of <laughs> spray the oil on there and that's like the quickest that's way to do it. Idea. But if you want to go for like a high quality panini, then mm-hmm. you you get out that butter knife yeah. and go to town. Yeah. I'm I'm more on the amateur panini side myself. I just have a George Foreman, but you know it kind of it gets the job done. It's pretty much it's the same. It's thing. pretty much the same yeah. thing. Um, but I got myself a bottle of spray butter because I'm Ooh. on the, I'm on the laser side of things, and I don't I don't want to spray I don't want to spread that butter out every single time, and so I just I grab that spray butter. I like it. Twist off the cap. No. <laughs> <laughs> <Just> <laughs> <laughs> right the more butter the better right honestly yeah <laughs> just makes it more crisp it, it more unhealthy good. more unhealthy means right. tastes better means right tastes better. that's usually how it works it's a, it's a one-to-one correlation <laughs> exactly. there. It's, it's a direct conversation <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh. no my mom was slightly worried about my panini she's like do you eat anything besides paninis and i'm like yeah i have other foods for <laughs> sure i have Chicken. She's like, do you put it in panini? I'm like, yeah. Yeah. I put it in yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. But yeah. It's just so good, it's so easy, and you can spice it up so much that it's really like not even bad for you at all. Yeah. So that's why she's like, you know, if there's anything that you eat a lot of, that's not a bad thing. Yeah. Coming from a dietitian, I'll I'll take that. I'll take that. Yeah. Um. It's it's the fact that it's so easy to form the panini. Um. There are better meals out there that taste better than paninis, right? Yes. But not at the same. It's not th- the ease of making it. Right. Is not the same. Ex- you always exactly. have to put an extra level of effort into it. Um, like I had talked before about this massive omelet I made, and then I put the omelet in between two slices of bread, that was and beautiful. then made a panini out of it, and that was gorgeous. That was amazing. It took a lot of effort. I I do remember that picture. That was. That it was, was that just looked amazing. It was <laughs> it was beautiful. And, uh, one of the finest moments of my life. Um, but yeah, so outside of panini making, just for a moment here, sure. Um, do you have any other cooking expertises? Um, I'm a big uh, Swedish baking. Okay. Guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So tell us a couple of the Swedish dishes you make. So like one that I made like recently over Thanksgiving break was saffron bread. It's like this yellow bread. That's like, it's supposed to be like a dessert roll kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's kind of weird. Um, it's like, you kind of eat it like a cake, but it's not as sweet as a cake. Mm. Uh, I would, I would, the most, like the most 
American thing related to it would probably be cinnamon rolls. Okay. Except it's yellow. And then ah. you put like raisins and almond paste in it to okay. like kind of spice things up. Hmm. It's so good. Yeah. And it's not like overly sweet, so you could eat a lot of it, which is also really dangerous. Ah, that's <laughs> yeah. That's where they get you. <laughs> yeah. So that's like the bread thing that I like to make. But then mm-hmm. I think um, some Swedish cookies are like uh, caramel cookies. I don't know the name in Swedish for it. Yeah. But I love making those. Uh, Kokosnit. Uh, that's uh, another like coconut like raspberry jelly mm-hmm. cookie i think i might have shown you guys if i haven't i'm going to <laughs> this christmas oh I'll, tr- I'll try it and then there's um uh, there's there's like another one that's like you put it in like a little cupcake like you put the cupcake in like those wrapper things mm-hmm. and except you pour like this cookie mix and then you put like chocolate in the middle and you like only fill up like the very bottom of the cupcake layer mm-hmm. to make it more like a cookie. Mm-hmm. It's it's really hard to explain, but make those and then those also with raspberry jelly inside. Swedes just like cookies with raspberry jelly, I yeah. think. Because <laughs> it's, it's pretty good. <laughs> I've not had a cookie with raspberry jelly before. Oh. But I'll have to try it. That sometime. is going to change. <laughs> that is going to change. Yes. Yes, sir. Okay. So if I if I had to ask you just kind of a, on a, your personal side, where would you put... Um, American sweets versus Swedish sweets. Ooh, I'm so biased here. Swedish <laughs> is just better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because, like, I feel like American sweets, um, at least for the most part, they just push that sugar. Like, they, mm-hmm. they just put, like, as much sugar as they can into everything. Yes, we do. And, yes, uh, do. I mean, it's nothing to be ashamed <laughs> of, but, like... Uh, we are not ashamed, <laughs> that is for sure. <laughs> that, that is for darn sure. <laughs> but, yeah, and... Y- so like the Swedish side of things, they still have the sweetness in there, but they're yeah not pumping it with exactly. Sugar. So they usually use like the raspberry jelly as a way to like sweeten it instead mm-hmm. of putting more sugar in. Yeah, they <laughs> use like raspberry jelly or some kind of like chocolate or um this like a it's like a syrup kind of thing that it's like a sweetener, but it's not like terrible for you. I don't I don't know. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. It's like weird stuff. Like I need to make the cookies that I can't find anywhere here. Like my grandparents still ship over stuff like saffron spice mm-hmm. and uh, like the dark syrup. That's like some kind of Swedish brand you can't get here. And then vanilla sugar, which I didn't know you couldn't get here either. You can't get vanilla sugar here. No. So huh. I didn't know that wasn't a thing. Like <laughs> in the states. <laughs> It sounds like something that you could find at a local yeah, grocery right. store. Yeah, right. I was right? like, vanilla sugar. Okay. Then I went and looked and like, this doesn't exist. And then I looked up, it's actually on Amazon. Oh, okay. But it's the only one that they have is the Swedish brand. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. even know how they have it. But <laughs> They have everything. Behind. Yes. I, I ordered the syrup and the vanilla sugar over Amazon, the Swedish brand, like yeah. over the summer to like practice making those. I mean, you have to have the goods, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you could buy vanilla and then just sugar, and then just throw it together, right? Completely same thing. Actually, pretty close. Yeah? <laughs> so, like, there's, like, a certain mixture, and then you have to, like, crush it and, like, get it into a certain kind of powder, and that's what vanilla sugar is. They just do it in, like, such a way that it's really hard to replicate. Yeah. So, like, you could, but... You technically could, but... I ain't no mathematician. I ain't no mathematician, that's and Amazon's selling it right there. Yeah, right? I mean, I'll, I'll buy it. <laughs> yeah. And it's crazy, like, how expensive some of them are. Like, the saffron spice for the saffron bread. So, like, 
for one batch of saffron bread, you need two packets of saffron spice. And like each packet, when each packet weighs maybe like half an ounce, like they're they're really small packets. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think each one costs about fifteen dollars, just for little packets. Yeah. Like must be pretty good stuff then. It's good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like a drug deal. Like <laughs> when you're opening the packet, you just see these like little flakes of like red stuff. Yeah, you're it's like. like Hmm, what did I? Interesting. <laughs> it's this is for baking. <laughs> the black market of like baking. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. You got the, you got the vanilla sugar, buddy. <laughs> vanilla sugar. Yeah, I got, I got the yeah, good got saffron. I got that good saffron. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's funny. So, um, what's one of the staple dishes that your parents have made growing up? Who man? Um, and this can be food wise or baking wise or just food wise baking. Well, baking. Our Christmas tradition is to always make the, the saffron bread and mm-hmm. the cookies. Um, and that time is fast approaching. It is so fast approaching, and I am so ready. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, we usually have a day where we, like, all, like, go into the kitchen and just go ham from, like, ginger snaps to all the Swedish cookies mm-hmm. to, like, Swedish ginger snaps, which honestly aren't much of a difference <laughs> it's the same thing but it's, it's Swedish it's just so. in your snaps but s- svenska you know <laughs> absolutely svenska. Yeah, absolutely yeah we've we've tried like the traditional Swedish Christmas stuff mm-hmm. where you have you know like your sour herring um this uh this type of fish that I forgot the name um we make Swedish meatballs sometimes uh, which, you yes. know Everybody knows about Swedish meatballs. Yeah, I mean, I had some of those the other day when I went to uh, the uh, oh, that 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 furniture store. I can't remember the Swedish. The IKEA. Yeah, the IKEA. Oh, the old the IKEA. Got some Swedish. <laughs> okay, so Swedish they're meatballs. actually IKEA is really good at replicating the Swedish recipe. They actually get their everything from Sweden. Oh yeah. So everything there is like actually authentic. Wow. Which is really cool. That is that is really cool. <laughs> yeah. Good to know that I'm not just buying fake stuff. Oh, yeah. No. How do you do, like, your Ikea experience? I I enjoyed it. It was a good time. You know, you walk through. um, You ignore all the the Swedish (coughs) words and all the (laughs) the different names. You just look at the English. Just enjoy the English. uh, You enjoy the English. (laughs) It's the exact same in Sweden, too. Like, I went to the the Ikea in, um, I don't remember if it was Orstersund or Stockholm, but, um, like, it's so similar like they yeah. have swedish and then english like sweden is so like americanized that like it's crazy like the only music they're playing in their stores is american music huh. yeah. which is really weird that is that is interesting yeah did they, did they sell american meatballs at the swedish one dude no but they had a mcdonald's <laughs> <laughs> that sold hot buffalo wings wow <laughs> what a mcdonald's to be That's a part of right right it's it's crazy <laughs> Oh, that is. I think it's interesting how the McDonald's in different places of the world sell different things. Yep. Like they don't. It's not a universally the same thing. Yeah. Um, like if you go to um, a seaside one, you might find it sells more fish items or something like that. Exactly. Yeah. I think that. I think that's that's interesting. I think it has to do with like because beef in Sweden is super expensive, so oh, everybody yeah. there eats like chicken or seafood. Mm-hmm. It's probably why they had buffalo wings. Now they think about it. No, yeah. that would make sense. Yeah. Yeah, but Sweden, like very coastal and there's not a lot of I don't know because there's not a lot of cows <laughs> yeah, yeah so the beef is just really expensive <laughs> yeah but the seafood is great yeah 
And that's good. Yeah. You don't get a whole lot of great seafood here in the Midwest, in the middle of Kansas. No. <laughs> it's, just a, it's not really seafood here. <laughs> you get fish that grew up in a, in a mud pond. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, hmm. Or you have fish that was imported and it's like a week and a half old. Yep, exactly. <laughs> now, too, uh, uh, to me, who hasn't really had authentic seafood a whole lot, tastes fine to me. <laughs> it, but here in the Midwest, the big thing is the barbecue. That's what gets us going here. Like, we're not going to have a whole lot of good seafood, but we got the b- good barbecue. Oh, yeah. It's it's just not as good outside of KC. They get, they have good barbecue. I mean, it's good. It's, it's respectable. It's, it's good. It's respectable. <laughs> it's not Kansas City barbecue, though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Kansas City is... I've, I'm not going to lie to you, actually. I've never had barbecue in Kansas City. Yeah? Never. You got to have it sometime. Like, the in Kansas City... And, just around Kansas City is generally the same stuff, but like in Kansas City is just, it's a good experience. You should definitely try it out sometime. Dang. Yeah. The closest barbecue I've had to KC is Salina, and that's not really close. It's not really close. It's close enough, I would say, but to where you still have that Kansas City feel-ish, but you never really know. Okay. You never really know. What What is one of, what's a staple restaurant you went to growing up? Oh, man. Red Lobster. Yeah? After I I just remember Red Lobster because those biscuits that they give you in the Ooh. beginning. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I that was that was pretty much my meal. That like th- have the biscuits. That's it. It I like I just had biscuits. I'm like, "Hey, can I have some more biscuits?" And I got some more biscuits. And then and I'm like, "Oh, I forgot. I actually have to like order food." <laughs> yeah. It's it's buying things out of courtesy at that point. <laughs> yeah, it's like, "Well, like guess I'll have some food with my biscuits. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Like sure on the side or something <laughs> like that. Maybe I'll just put it in a to-go box and just eat the biscuits. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that's why I also didn't really like seafood mm-hmm. growing up because I always got like something not seafood. I read lobster like a burger. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where it's like, what are you, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm yeah. just here for the bread right yeah, now. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to be honest with you. Just <laughs> the bread and I don't know, mac and cheese. What else you got? <laughs> you guys have seafood here? <laughs> one of the things i love about i love those restaurants that just give you stuff at the beginning like you know where they give you bread that you just can eat throughout it or you know just uh, just about every mexican restaurant will give you chips and salsa oh yes that's a, that was a big thing in our family would go and my mom without fail every time would be like we're gonna have a lot of chips and salsa <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> they're like okay so they just keep bringing it out well, that is a good time. Do Texas Roadhouse too? Oh, Texas Roadhouse. Those rolls, rolls. with like their cinnamon sugar butter. Oh, it's so good. And you can just take a box home I for know, free. Right? It's. I mean, you paid an absurd amount for the meal in the first place, but. But free rolls. Free rolls. <laughs> you just can't beat free from rolls to a panini press. You, you just can't beat it. You can't Come beat free. <laughs> if it's free, it's on the top of the list. Exactly. Unless it's absolute garbage, like those uh, little. Uh, Krabby Patty candies that Ooh. I I didn't like those. Those weren't great. well. My mom wouldn't let me eat them because uh. she wouldn't let me eat any candy that we got that was made in China. Ah, uh. which growing up I'm like, but they look so cool. <laughs> but now I'm like, yeah, yeah. Those, those, those are probably not great. <laughs> those were some janky candies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think I think it's fun in our in our family. Um, we get the chips and salsa, and it's chill because there's plenty of salsa to go around, plenty of chips. But then you get the the cheese dip or Ooh. the espinaca dip. Ooh. 
and that is a limited supply. <laughs> and so they set that down, and we're like, thank you. They walk away, <laughs> and we become animals. <laughs> you just that like stuff grab is it. like gold. <laughs> <laughs> you grab them in the chip. You knock them other people's chips off, breaking their chip and taking their souls. <laughs> All out war. <laughs> it's it's a good time, but it is intense. <laughs> I feel like those are the two types of families. The families that will like divide it all evenly and make sure everybody gets it separate yeah and then the family just looks at each other and then like all right <laughs> it's war <laughs> it's it's war like it's, it's everyone has a fair chance at taking as much as they want right yeah like um, anybody is like has an advantage of taking their ship and just yeah, swiping no, it through same that chip, same delicious chip. espinacca <laughs> no it's good uh you know our our morals hold us back a little bit um, but not a whole lot <laughs> Not enough. <laughs> I, know. I feel bad sometimes. I'll go to a Mexican restaurant with like uh, uh, someone else's family or something like that, mm-hmm. and they'll get espinaca dip, and I'll be eating it. I'm like, I'm eating this really fast. <laughs> like, I need to slow down. Like, they're just talking, you know, occasionally grabbing a chip and dipping in there, and I'm like, chip, eat, chip, eat, chip, eat. <laughs> this is the most efficient way to espinaca. <laughs> <laughs> you take the sip while you're getting the other chip. Filled with espinaca. <laughs> no, that's efficiency. <laughs> that, that's efficiency right there. Oh. All about engineering, right? All yeah. about efficiency. No, all about efficiency. And you just got to work it into everyday life, yeah. you know? <laughs> espinaca dip. Oh. I wish I could just make myself some espinaca dip. And I probably could. But it's... Probably could. As a college kid, there's a certain level of effort that I'm not going to put in on a consistent oh. basis for me personally. Every once in a while, I'll be like, okay, I'm putting time in, and I'll put, like, so much time into it. But usually, usually, I'm like, I just did homework. I, I'm i cooking up something fast. The paninis are nice, nice and fast, or maybe the mac yes. and cheese, or just chicken, you know, Ooh. something easy. Espinaca on a panini. Mm. It's too close to lunchtime for this beer. Oh, man, it is way too close to lunchtime. Yeah, no, I, I feel that. I mean, I think... A lot of creative things you just talk about, but sometimes you just have to go out and do it. Right. You know, because we were talking about that absurd omelet I was going to make, the panini and omelet. And then you just went out and did it. And I just, I went out and did it, and Absolutely I'm so glad omelet. I did. Yeah. Right? I'm, yeah. So like, I say, I say you go home, and you just do this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean. Right? I'm just going to have to now. <laughs> I just got to figure out how to make espinaca. <laughs> that's, that's step one, and then step two is just everything else. Everything uh, else. S- step one, go to El Tap. Or <laughs> step one, buy espinaca. Buy espinaca <laughs> from Mexican espinaca. That, that would be nice. Just go in. Could I have a, a gallon of espinaca? <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah, sure. We got some in the back for you. <laughs> oh, man. That's good stuff. So... Would you say your family was a Mexican-style family, a Swedish-style family? Um, would you say Swedish for the most part? 100% Swedish. Yeah, 100% Swedish. Yep. I didn't know that, like, some Swedish meals or, like, like, I thought Swedish cookies were something that everybody had mm-hmm. around Christmas time until I grew up. And then I, like, I think it was something in grade school or whatever, I brought, like, Swedish cookies like for the class, and everybody's like, oh, these are amazing. Like, what are these? And I'm like... You guys don't have these? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. I I wish I grew up with Swedish cookies because <laughs> they sound pretty dang good. I mean, it, it, we still have good things. You know, you have the cinnamon rolls in the morning. 
Oh, yeah. Or biscuits and gravy in the morning or just like a full meal. Dude, it's pretty hard to beat biscuits and gravy in the morning. Pretty hard to beat. That is a morning meal if I ever saw one. Oh, get some of those, some hash browns, some sausage. Oh. That's that's something you really miss when you, like, leave (laughs) the derb, you know? Yeah, (laughs) yeah. You know, it's still close to lunchtime. You don't have to keep uh, bringing up all these. Oh, man. There's oh, so many good foods. Uh, and the, the the sad thing is I don't have any of these. <laughs> I did, exactly. <laughs> right, right. Mrs. Gravy, like, I don't have that. I can go home and I can make some, some eggs and some paninis. Yep, that's for, literally uh, about all. Except for I don't have bread, so I have a breadless <laughs> panini, which would be weird. Uh, eggs are nice. Eggs are super cheap, and that's kind of been the college go-to food. You just do any kind of eggs. Yeah, um, and they're like, you can spice things up, like different spices. You make like egg windows, you just cut a hole in the bread, put an egg in there. Yeah, yeah that's pretty good. Nice. Um, good. Yeah, and they're like good for you too. So yeah. It's not bad. Yeah. So the, the Swedish cookies were kind of that staple dessert. Did you have a staple meal that your family did growing up? Um, I don't know about a staple meal. We kind of switched it up mm-hmm. every year because we'd go from like, it was pretty much like, all right, we're going to try the traditional, like, Swedish way of, like, having a Christmas meal, which is, like, the potatoes, like, the fish, like, the sauce. But the fishes, the, the fish that they use for their um, Christmas meals, it's very temperamental mm-hmm. when trying to cook it. So sometimes it would come out in, like, kind of a mush. Oh, yeah. And so the year after we usually be like yeah we don't want to do that again we're <laughs> just gonna have something like steak or whatever yeah <laughs> you know just like we're gonna have american christmas meal with the swedish cookies mm-hmm. yeah just kind of diversify and we usually have our christmas meals uh, in nebraska okay. with my uh, mom's family and there we usually have uh, prime rib because they're they're farmers so they can get it for pretty cheap mm-hmm. so we usually have prime rib uh, turkey know the macaroni and cheese like corn mm-hmm. casserole just so good and yeah just mm-hmm. typical american christmas i guess food yeah yeah do you know how a swedish christmas differs from an american christmas or do, do swedish have christmas yeah yeah yep so it's very similar um I'm trying to think of the things that like differentiate. Mm-hmm. So a tradition that Swedes have is they'll like, um, like dance around the Christmas tree. Mm-hmm. Like it's a pretty similar Christmas tree. It's maybe decorated a little bit differently, but they'll yeah. like dance around the Christmas tree, like hold hands, like sing songs, mm-hmm. which is pretty fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then there's like certain decorations that, uh, or like traditional in Sweden, mm-hmm. like we've got a straw goat <laughs> next to the tree. <laughs> I'd never really like. I was just like, oh, this is normal growing up, you yeah. know. Everybody has a straw goat <laughs> next to their tree, right? <laughs> no, everybody. No. Oh, you didn't. Oh, you, man. Didn't, you didn't have a straw Guess it's goat. Just the Swedes. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's funny. They have stuff like that, and then they've got like this like pyramid light thing that everybody puts in their windows that we usually have up around Christmas time, and. I think what else there's obviously like the Chris Swedish Christmas carols um, mm-hmm. that I don't know what they say <laughs> but <laughs> but they're it's in Swedish <laughs> hey it's, uh, and it's fun yeah yeah it's nice to have like traditional like 
it's kind of like American traditional like Christmas things. Like you don't know exact. Well, for some of them we know how they originated, but mm-hmm. for some of them you don't really know like how they originated. But it's like weirdly refreshing to just kind of do them every yeah. year. Yeah, traditions are nice. It's nice yeah. to have something consistent to look forward to. Exactly. Um, and you don't have to have grown up with a tradition to start a tradition. Yeah. <laughs> I think some people have trouble starting new traditions. Yep. Um, and a tradition can be anything, you know. It can be like every year, three days before Christmas, we go bowling. <laughs> it's like, it's bowling. But it's we take over the bowling. We take over the bowling alley. Yes. Um, it's just doing something with people consistently. Right? Which yeah. Which is awesome. And I don't know, like, how um, how your families do this or if this is another Swedish tradition. Like, there's still some things that I don't know if they're <laughs> Swedish or American. Yeah. But what we do is we, like, open our gifts, like, to each other. Like, just family's gifts. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, Christmas Eve. That's when we'll open all the gifts. Mm-hmm. And then only Santa's presents will come Christmas. That That's the tradition uh, that we grew up with. Yeah. That's yeah. I, I could see that. Um I mean, we didn't have that specifically. We always have, because um, we have like the Iowa Thanksgiving with my dad's side, and then yeah. we have my mom's side. Think uh, not Thanksgiving, <laughs> Christmas, <laughs> Iowa Christmas, and then the other Christmas, and then okay. our sit-down Christmas will just happen wherever there's the free day <laughs> yeah. around Christmas time. So, um, so we didn't have that Christmassy Christmas tradition thing. Yeah. Um, but we would do the same thing whenever that day may be. <laughs> we'd be like, this is the the home family Christmas, <laughs> and we'll do it then. But it's a good time. Yeah. Yeah. It's really nice to have those traditions. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a good time. I I think everyone should have a tradition of some, some sort, and it doesn't have to be connected to a holiday. You can have traditions that are non-holiday traditions. Yeah. Um, I'd love to throw out a bunch of examples. I don't have a bunch of examples. I was, I was <laughs> like, I'm trying to like run through my head, just <laughs> think of some like random examples, but yeah, yeah, I couldn't. Tell I guess you that's that. something we need to work on, yeah, I, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, but but it's a good time. Um, what is oh, yeah. uh, what's another thing that you are most looking forward to for the Christmas season? Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Yeah, always watch all of them. Yeah, <laughs> like. I, uh, um, there was a Black Friday sale on Amazon, mm-hmm. uh, the whole Harry Potter set for 20 bucks. So I was like, well, I can't just, it's just a not fantastic get it. deal. I can't, I can't I not it. pick it up. Yeah. <laughs> right. So Harry Potter marathon or two usually happens. Yeah. Yep. Christmas break with the family. I'm going to try to convince the roommates and mm-hmm. get them into it. Get some, get some, you know, roommate bonding through some Harry Potter. Adam, if you're listening, we're watching Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> we're watching Harry Potter. It's today. it's just <laughs> happening. I'm sorry. It's did, too good not to watch. <laughs> I it's it's crazy talking to different people, and there are so many movies or shows out there mm-hmm. that people are like, you just have to have watched this, and then you know, like like you, me, and then um, one of our other buddies, we we're talking and. Like you haven't seen one of the shows that we think is a staple, and yeah, <laughs> we haven't seen one of the shows that you think is a staple, and <laughs> it's just like the shows that you've grown up with, yeah. And like when you rewatch them, well, this isn't the case for Harry Potter. It's it's obviously as good every time, <laughs> if not better, every time you rewatch it. But Absolutely. for some of them, like I rewatched some of like 
the original Star Wars, mm-hmm. and like they're great. Don't get me wrong; mm-hmm. they just weren't like as good as I remember them yeah. being. Like watching them over. Yeah, I feel Which that. Interesting. It's like uh, I call it the the Shark Boy and Lava Girl effect. <laughs> Did you watch that as a as a child? Yes. <laughs> yes. I remember. I went to the theater and watched it with like my extended family, and I walked out of the theater and I was like, Dad, because I was like seven. I said, Dad. That was an awesome movie. What do you <laughs> think about the movie? And I remember he gave me this look like, you know, it was, it was good, son. It, you know, kind of the. It was great. Uh, I'm glad you liked it. Yeah, yeah. He did say that. He said, "I'm yep. glad you liked it." And yep. back then, I was I was confused because I was like, "This is a great movie. How can <laughs> how can you not like it?" I went back and rewatched it or tried to, and like when I was 13, it's Ooh. so cringy, Dude. and it is hard to get i got to the george lopez part what do you mean those special effects are out of this world (laughs) so good i got there and (laughs) i was like i can't do it anymore (laughs) yeah so there are a lot of movies that are like that maybe not to the same extent as that yeah i thought it was going to be the same way with spy kids but it's not that's a banger show right there banger every time or at least the third one i haven't seen the first two (laughs) You probably aged a little bit. Yeah. And we, we don't talk about that. We don't, we don't, we don't talk about the first two. But the third it's, it's one. Okay. <laughs> That's all we need to talk about. <laughs> yeah. Gosh, now I just have the image of freaking George Lopez in my head on that <laughs> weird robot. <laughs> on the electric hand yeah. robot thing. Oh, man. That was that was an interesting time. Oh, did, did your family have any shows that they wa- you guys watched as a family growing up? Hmm. I think we definitely watched AFB. Yeah. America's Which Funniest Home videos, videos, baby. Oh. Yep. That was, that was a good time. My boy Tom. <laughs> Man. What a guy. The best. What a guy. The best. Like, the new guy's cool, but he's just not Tom. He's, he's not Tom. He's just... He's nobody not. can be Tom. <laughs> so oh. sad when he left. Yeah. This is just not the same. It's, it's <laughs> not the... I, how can I watch this now? <laughs> it's, like, it's like if you were to watch Mythbusters without either the main two guys or even if you took out and replaced the voiceover guy yes it'd be wrong right you don't think about it but that guy that like he's like the narrator or whatever he's like if you put in any other voice besides his it just feels so wrong yeah people people probably don't point it out as much but like he switched his voice. People was like, "There's this is wrong. <laughs> this like, is not MythBusters. This is this is so so wrong." <laughs> I think MythBusters was fun because it was like the the know all fact all thing. Yep. Where someone would be like, "I wonder if this is a thing." It's like, "Oh, I saw a MythBusters episode <laughs> on that. It's not false." <laughs> MythBusted. And, or you'd be like, "No, it doesn't work that way." And they're like, "How do you know?" It, it was on MythBusters, and then immediately they're like, "Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah okay." Checks that, out. <laughs> yeah, that that was another show that we watched. <laughs> yeah, MythBusters was fun. MythBusters was great. Oh man, I think we watched that and uh, what's the other one? Oh, Wipeout. Wipeout. Oh, Wipeout was so <laughs> much fun, dude. And you just watch people get completely destroyed, and then you're like, I could do that. Yeah, that looks easy. <laughs> and then you think they're like, like fifty feet, like two stories high, three stories high, and then they just like, yeah, bam, straight to the water. <laughs> oh man, there are some violent ones. I, I remember watching one where this guy, he's like, I'm the king of the big balls. You know, those four <laughs> big balls they have. And the narrator's like, well, this guy's on something right now. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, he goes and he goes. 
and the guy literally like walks across them and like actually makes it across all four of them. And they're like, wow, this guy really is the <laughs> king of the big vault. <laughs> the narrator is like, or I guess the announcers, they're so good. They're, they're good. I, I love it when they, you know, they pause it and then they draw stuff on the screen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then it just moves forward. That was, that was a fun family show. Dude, that was so good. And then they just have like the most wacky people who go on the show. Too. Oh, yeah. Like, I feel like to sign up to there, you have to have like a certain character that you say you're yeah. going to be. Yeah. Because everybody's got something totally weird about yeah. them. You like got to the king of the big quirky. balls. Yeah. <laughs> who actually beat the big balls. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, oh, wow. Oh. Yeah, there's a, a similar style show um, going on now, I think, called Holy Moly. Um, it's I wouldn't say it's the same extent as Wipeout, but same style of show. It's yeah. it's mini golf, but it's extreme mini golf. Extreme. <laughs> and then mini you go golf? through these obstacles, and you can like <laughs> get hit into water and stuff like that. Um, <laughs> so it's it's pretty fun. Kind of has oh, that yeah. same vibe going on for me, but kind of current. But always been a dream to go and wipe out. I'm telling you, that would be fun, terrifying at the like, same time, but fun. You see those clips of people like land on their back and then. I know that's just a sound effect noise of like the crack, but yeah. you know something probably actually cracked. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, like that sucks. Because uh, there's a difference between jumping off from a high place into water and then getting smacked off a high place and <laughs> just flipping into water. Right? No control over the landing. Yeah. I remember like watching it with my dad because he's a physical therapist. Yeah. He would like analyze what happened to them like when they just got completely destroyed. He's like, oh, this this such and such like happened to them. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oof. Like, yeah, I don't want that to happen to me. Yeah. Yeah. Or I can live without such and such happening yeah. to me. Or then like the wall where they've got like the sucker punch wall. Yeah. And then yeah. they're just like slowly moving across and then like bam. Yeah. Just completely sucker punched right in the I remember face. seeing a guy that got sucker punched like four times in just <laughs> not great locations Ugh. but he held on <laughs> the announcer was like just let go man <laughs> just, let, just, <laughs> just let go it's not worth it <laughs> no that that reminds me there was I was watching a football game over last week and I don't remember who was playing but after the um, the punt on the punt return it was called back for some reason, so they redid the punt. And they redid the punt, and the guy catches it in the end zone. And the announcer's like, just kneel. Let's get the game going. <laughs> like, just kneel already. <laughs> and it was like six seconds were off the clock, but they had to redo the kick, and it was the very beginning of the game. Yeah. And the announcers were like, well, that's six seconds that none of us will get back in our lives. <laughs> I'm like, are you allowed to say this? <laughs> Oh, yeah, I love but it when announcers are just like completely savage. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they can be a lot of fun. Oh, I I love it. I think sometimes the announcers make it just ten times better. Oh, a hundred percent, especially with shows like White Power. Oh yeah, AFV where Tom brings up a new clip. Yeah, does his commentary over it. Yeah, it's like like when I see a post. Sometimes um, the comments on the post are funnier than the post itself. Right. Like the post is pretty funny, but like the first comment just gets me half the time. It's it's crazy. Like now there's like memes being put up or whatever mm -hmm. of like the whatever the meme or funny picture is and then the comment under it is <laughs> like they post that too. Yeah. And then there's comments to that comment and <laughs> yeah. it's like I, I just love it when there's the meme and then the first comment is like a meme in response to the initial yeah. meme. <laughs> it's like almost ten times better. <laughs> oh, I love it. 
Yeah, one of the shows that we watched growing up was Amazing Race. I don't know if you ever watched that. Oh, yes. But that, really enjoyed watching that show. That's a fun family show. You'd, like, pick your team and root for them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you're like, oh, my team's winning. <laughs> yeah, it's like, my team's up. <laughs> we had some brother rivalry stuff going on. Yes. Um, but I remember there was one team, uh, sisters, that went out. Mm-hmm. And you had to you had to swim, like, four laps, like a Michael Phelps trial type thing. Yeah. Um, but they were just deathly afraid of water. <laughs> like... They hopped in with floaties. She's like, I can't do it. I can't. Get me out. Get me out. And they went home <laughs> and lost that round. And How does that we, happen? We were talking, and my dad was like, how do you go on the amazing race and expect not to encounter water <laughs> at any point in that time? I. They like, go, like, all over. There's no way they thought yeah, they were just right? like going to go scot-free that water. <laughs> There are some things where it's like, yes, some of those things are going to suck. Yeah. <laughs> but you should expect things that you're not going to want to do happen. <laughs> Except for one, there was like drink a, a boot full of beer and this guy's like, I got it. <laughs> it was supposed to be like a back and forth thing, but he just chucked the <laughs> entire boot. <laughs> what a freaking legend. <laughs> what a stud. That was a fun show. But yeah. Heck yeah. Anything that brings people together, you know? Oh, yeah. Baking brings people together. I guarantee your Swedish cookies are going to bring people together. Oh, it has and it will continue (laughs) to. (laughs) It's like, you guys want to hang out? No, I'm not. There are going to be Swedish cookies. Oh, count me in. (laughs) Swedish cookies, dude. Swedish cookies, Swedish pancakes. I could just slap Swedish on the front, make something (laughs) American, and then people will be like, all right, we're coming over. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm in. Made some Swedish cookies. They're look. They're just chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> <laughs> These are Swedish, you say? Huh? Swedish, right? Y- yeah. Yeah. Ah, I can. They taste better. Yeah. <laughs> People are like, they just. They had that Swedish taste, <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> you know nothing yeah. about Sweden. <laughs> yeah. Right from the back of the chocolate chip bag. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> right from the American just chocolate chip. Bag. Uh, I, I guess that begs a, a quick question. Sure. Are you a raw cookie dough guy? Ooh, I do love raw cookie yeah, dough. Yeah, big raw cookie dough guy. It's it's too good. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 too good. It's it's just entirely too good. <laughs> like it, it has no reason to be that good. <laughs> like normally things before you put in the oven don't taste nearly as good as when you take them out of the oh oven. Yeah. I think cookie dough is the one thing you could panini press, and it would did you not be as press good. It? I have not panini pressed cookie dough. Dude. <laughs> you have to try it now. Hmm. What we're trying to do is we're trying to waffle press a, <laughs> some cookie dough at some point. Um, but you should panini press some cookie dough. See how that turns out. Because it could. Dude. It might just be fantastic. I don't see how it wouldn't be. <laughs> the panini I've, press I've never been disappointed by the panini <laughs> press. Like You've never put something in and be like, wow, I'm disappointed. It yeah, it's always yeah, better. No, it's always better. I've, well, okay, there has been one time. Oh. I'd rather have a cold PB and J than a panini pressed PB and J. Oh yeah, yeah, I could see that. Because when you panini press the PB and J, it turns into like a liquid flow of peanut butter and jelly lava, and it'll flow out of the mm. bread, and 
all over your panini press yeah. and become nearly impossible to scrub off. I spent probably an hour scrubbing that thing, like getting between like all the little mm-hmm. grooves and everything. So just a fair warning to all those panini connoisseurs out there. Uh, you can try the peanut butter and jelly panini, but I just wouldn't do it. Don't do it. Okay. Nope. Thank you. That's I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> Protecting all the new people out there. Exactly. Trying to hop into it's the a panini scary game. world of panini pressing. Thing is, panini presses not expensive. No. Go pick one up for thirty, thirty yeah. bucks. Pretty decent, like quality too. Decent quality, yeah. And then the panini life can be yours for the taking. Oh, it is. It definitely. And is. what a life. <laughs> oh, what a life. What a wonderful life. <laughs> oh man. Well, at, uh, we're approaching the end of our time here. Uh, thanks for coming on the podcast, Bjorn. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, I allow this time. Is, is there anything left you wanted to say about our conversation? Any last thoughts you had on your mind? I I don't think so. I just highly encourage you to dive into the world of panini pressing. Mm-hmm. And if you want Swedish cookie recipes, hit me up. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. Um. Uh, do you have any shout outs? Like to shout out to anyone? Um, I'm gonna give a shout out to my brother Gabe. Um, I'm gonna shout out this new video game he's making. It's gonna be released around like Christmas time or something. He said, but it's called Buffalo Tycoon, mm-hmm. and he's done everything entirely by himself. Like from the pixel art to the music to the coding, like this this man's talented. Yeah. Like, and it's actually really cool. And I'm 100% downloading it. Uh, when it comes out, yeah, and I think you sh- you guys should too. It's uh, if you follow his Instagram, it's G dot Swede Studios, and then it should pop up like Buffalo Tycoon. So yeah, I think you should definitely give him a follow. Did Try out the game. Yeah, that'd be awesome. How uh, do you know what he's? Is he planning on putting a price tag on that or? Um, I think he's gonna make it free, but yeah. for the people who like to pay to win, mm-hmm. he might do some <laughs> in-app purchases. You know? Yeah. yeah. Like this man's got to make his bread back. So you got you got to make some bread back. Right. Yeah. yeah. So it's. I think it's gonna be entirely free to pl- play. Yeah. So, it's awesome. free, and that's a great price. It's, that's that's a great price. <laughs> that's a great price. <laughs> awesome. Well, fantastic. I, I it was a good conversation. Glad you'd come out here. Um, yeah. No. It's yeah, great. Absolutely. Everyone have a great day and a great rest of your week.